systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Welcome to the GM Hole. Today is Friday, October 27th, 2023. And this is a GM Hole Space. 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 GM fam, GM, what's good? Getting everything situated. This will be episode 812 of the GM Hole. TheGemHole.com. That's the website. The silly little comedy thing me and my girl do. Oh, yes, Kevin. Hey, sure, hop on. What's good? Yo. How can I work for you? What's good? Oh, you want a job? <laughs> Shit. No, because I believe what you do. And I I like the way you think. And I think the terrorist space Thanks, is, man. The terrorist spaces is great. And I always feel that I would do like a roll up or, or layer two. I don't know how you guys call on like do everything the same you do. Just open another box and put like spaces that's in another language. And I hear people speaking in Portuguese. I would do like a, a module, a branch. I don't know how you call. Use everything the same the way you do, but in another language. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good idea. Having it, you could almost like automate that using a bunch of AI to just spit out the regular transcript and, and then translate the transcript and then re read it back in whatever that native language is. Just make, but yeah, that that's really cool. We we were doing transcripts for a while, uh, like when we first got started. Yeah, to make and uh, people yeah. to make uh, terra space uh, bigger, you know, give more of what you're doing in. Like another way, but a kind of the same with the same name. Everything is just different colors and different directions. I don't know something like that. Paraspacios. Yeah, you know. No, I've 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 definitely got like a list of stuff I want to do and like improve on. But the first thing was make sure that I'm still gonna you know be here for <laughs> for any uh, amount of time. So now that now that we got that out of the way. Uh, we can definitely start going down that list and, and seeing how we can improve the platform and everything, which will be anyway, dope. People are coming. I'm going to be back to listening. I don't interact much, but you're doing a good right, job. Man. Well, I appreciate you coming up, dude. I, I do. I see you in like all the spaces that I'm recording and shit. Like you're always man, there. Chilling. I'm a huge fan. I laugh hard. Another day you guys was like making the noise of the motorcycle. Man, I could not stop laughing. Oh my God, <laughs> dude, that was so funny. Every time he would talk, Robo was like outside walking home and there's like a lot of motorcycle traffic. So then everybody that was speaking was like, Vroom. it was so fucking funny. And you guys are smart and, and, and it's so fun, man. And, and everybody's like, it's, it's, I just... Uh, there is no better place to be around. I, I, I really enjoy 
Oh yeah, we appreciate that, man. Definitely. Did you get your tracks uh, off uh, on Stardust, yeah. Cosmosovo, and was, I got the, take the money? Cosmosovo, the, the another one not yet, because I take from the rewards from the staking, so I go slow. I I really got fucked with Luna. It was really hard. I still, oh, I feel you. I feel I you. Still don't really uh, do you, if you, if you want, DM me your address, and I'll send you some stars over so you can grab the new track. Amazing, really good. But anyway. I I am gonna be back as a listener. Awesome. Thanks for hopping up. Kyle, I'll get you up here. I'm just uh getting a couple smokes rolled here pre pre-gaming before we start the jam hole. Always good to hear from the gang though. Always good to hear from the gang. Better get my girl up here. Are you even are you even in the space, honey? Where are you? Okay. What's good, Kyle? How you doing, man? Well, I'm doing okay. I've settled back into the real world, and I'm not very happy about it, but I heard you're giving away jobs. Like, I can't offer you anything. I just want the um, Terrace Faces intern role. That's all I ask. I'd happily be the intern. That's perfect. You can take over intern capital. We got an NFT project just waiting for someone to do something with. We got ramen. And uh, we have Vlad. Vlad was one of the original interns, and now look at him. He's running fucking Enterprise. Well, I I remember the conversations around the water cooler. That's... Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. Remember when we harpooned that fucking... Oh, man. Those were some of the more fun episodes to, like, put together. Because we were telling, like, this weird like inside joke story kind of thing like that that shit was fun yeah well c- congratulations to you I, I mean i know i come up and i blow sweet smelling incense up your ass every now and again but um well that's why i love you kyle well, you know congratulations I, i'm a huge supporter of everything that you've done and i literally i think that not only will the sec be using your transcripts for future documentation but i think universities may access your content in years to come you know to talk about the early days so it's a pleasure to be part of i I like to think that way that that there's some like college course happening and the the teacher the professor's like and can you imagine these fucking retards actually documented all the money they was laundering and that's when it all blew up in their faces (laughs) and now you got sbf on fucking trial (laughs) what a fucking time to be alive but yeah, man, you've been around since like the beginning of when I got into Terra and it's been cool that you you were always like sending me fucking different invites and discords like, yo, you've got to get in this one. This one's hot. I was like, shit, man, I appreciate that because I don't have time to fucking watch all these. So it's cool to see you still around, man. Killing it out there. Yeah, thanks. Well, I've got no other option. I think, you know, like I'm here as a believer. I'm here supporting the technology because I've got grandkids. You know, we've got another one on the way in March. And I look at the world at the moment and I think, what the fuck is the future going to look like for my grandkids? So, you know, if, even if it's just a noise that gives other people hope, you know, there's some old fart from a farming community in the buttfuck nowhere of New Zealand that just thinks this can be a great idea and is a supporter. So, yeah, it's great. And the community around you is fantastic. You know, I really enjoy the conversations. That's perfect. We even got one from Australia in the crowd. I see Rama 
down there we got fucking the noob the noob fucking cooked up this super sweet thin one of one noob which is dope uh be jizzy are you are you with us now are, are you good uh yep 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 awesome awesome all right i'm 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 just outside having my my pre-game smoke we got gus gus in the chat everyone's favorite shitcoin lawyer <laughs> No, I'm kidding. He had a he had a good space last night. Actually, that was uh, fun to be on. Well, what I've discovered is that the spaces between my one o'clock in the morning and six o'clock in the morning are just incredibly detailed, and the content's great. But it it kills me to be part of all the time. I'm actually I'm in Australia now too. I live up in far north Queensland, so I'm Rama's next door cousin, if you like. Back to the cousins. You guys raising roos together? You guys on the roo farm raising roos together for that roo oil? No, at the moment we're just watching the fires, bushfires all through central Queensland. Again? Oh, yes, 40 or 50 raging fires. 32 homes have been lost. Sadly, two people have died. It's pretty crazy at the moment. So thoughts go out to those people suffering. uh, Yeah, definitely. You guys got fire season. We're uh, on the show here. I noticed in the rundown. We have another active shooter update because it is uh, active shooter season here in the States in full swing. Yeah, now, I've so. noticed. I think they found they found the chat from Maine. He wasn't in a very good state. Now, whether they, they were self-inflicted or what, nobody would ever know. But, uh, you know, I was speaking with friends because we don't have, like I have firearms, uh, but I, I don't have them here in Australia and we don't have this ability to carry. So, um, OSB, who you know is part of the Space Apes, a society we were talking about, the differences in just this uh, society and how, you know, for me, trying to understand what it is for you guys, like, what do you think? I'm going to go out and get some groceries this, this morning. I might get shot at. You know, is it is it a practical? And that's crazy too to think about because I don't think that without i mean obviously without the technology it would never be a thing but i i kind of think sometimes that maybe these different societies and communities that are they have this great distance between them like maybe they were never meant to fucking be right on top of each other in a fucking twitter space you know what i'm saying like it without this this evolution in technology like you wouldn't have those interactions to begin with and i almost wonder if maybe having those early interactions set off some weird like butterfly effect shit that got us to where the fuck we're at now with like the hamasians and the fucking israelis and everybody else just trying to like get their little piece of the fucking desert or something i I don't know man i was thinking about that the other day it kind of blew my mind a little bit like a clan only needs to be so big or a gang or a group, whatever you want to call it. And just well, yeah, it goes, kick it, it goes within back to, your. It, it goes back to Dunbar's number, right? 150. That That's the max amount any individual human can can be expected to, I guess, keep up with or to keep track of. Uh, and so you see these communities that are obviously much, 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 much bigger than that. And then you add in not just the raw numbers, but you add in like that cultural difference. And it's just, it's Web3, baby. That's why we're here. Sam. 
little break in the times. Come on. We just got out of Japan. We just did three weeks in Japan. And like I, I have a, a real chubby for Southeast Asia. I think, you know, the cultural difference there is fantastic for society. But just looking at the way Japan functioned as a collective, like we were in large volumes of humanity in Tokyo and Osaka. But just looking at the way people conduct themselves, and it's almost like society manages itself just by upholding those values of what society should be, which was quite refreshing. Well, that and, and sometimes, like, you know, society has to take matters into their own hands. I almost wonder how much of that humbleness is due to the fact that they got their little peckers fucking slapped by a couple A-bombs back then, you know? Yeah, but I think it's more... Is older than that too. You know, it's like how they have. Yeah, that, that is a good. Yeah, point. like even even the way they write or you know food eaten with chopsticks and. Look at that motherfucking wall, yo! It's still up. Right, they're they're basically like the vampires of like this game. You know, they've like seen the most. They've lived the longest. They are the wisest. They're like, we don't even drink blood no more. We just manufacture that shit. <laughs> yeah, well, some, some crazy shit that's happening at the moment. You know, I was talking with Coleman this morning, and he was saying that his whole family's in the military. And, you know, his brother's saying, you should, you should probably watch out for what's coming because, you know, this is, this is old blood. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. And not just that, though, dude, it's old, like, religious blood. And when people start fighting for that kind of shit, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, all bets are off. They will fight to the death, mm-hmm. and that's it. You well, know? it's the ultimate tribalism, isn't it? You know, religion and politics yeah, absolutely. come from the same camp. And then everything sort of has formed out of that by the dominance of certain groups in society. So. It's... Which, when you know that now, it makes perfect sense why they spent so much blood and and resources to have that control over, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, society today affected slavery. Like, you don't have to be locked up in, the, in a, the chains these days. You just have to have a job, you know, or, or have a mortgage or something, you know, there's, or a power bill or buy food or put fuel in your car. You know, the cost of living has been so finely tuned that our society now needs two members of a family to be working. The children have been neglected because they've been raised by other people. And, you know, the pressures on on the people, you know, is leading to um, drug and alcohol abuse problems, domestic violence, you know, insecurity with the children. We look at it around here and every second kid's got 80, or every, every two out of three kids has got some um, spectrum disorder which is just incredible to, to watch what's going on. It's evolution, bro. We have to be autistic so that we can accept the Borg. <laughs> well, my youngest son recently, so he's just turned 28. He came to me and he said that somebody had said to him that he, he has a, a spectrum disorder. And you know, when I was at school in the 70s, like we had a couple of kids in their whole school that were a bit disruptive, but there was never a label for it. So I'm wondering now, my, my youngest kid is a smart kid. You know, he was top of his, top of his school, um, great rugby player, um, just, you know, really hard out kid. And now he's sort of going, 
well, this all fits together properly. And I said to him, I said, look, I just, I don't buy into that for you because you never showed any signs of um, indicators that would suggest this. So I don't know where you've got it coming from, but he seems to roll with this stuff, which is quite unusual for me to fathom. You know, we've got five of them. I suppose all five of them could be considered. I mean, hell, I probably could go do a test and be considered. You've got yourself like a little hacker house there, pretty much. Oh, it's awesome. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. We've got a couple that are just shagging the way. Everybody, everybody has a mental illness because, like, if we didn't, we would all be the fucking of same. Of course, I totally agree. We all suffer with something as well, you know, whether it be slot. Oh slot my god, we would be so fucked. Yeah, <laughs> we would be so fucked. Yeah, well, I enjoy the uh, the variety of society, and here. I get to see a lot of it, usually when I'm out in the car, for some reason. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah, I've got to go. And, Let me. Uh, I've got to go do some work. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll be here. I just wanted to listen, and I saw you had a space, and I um, haven't had a chance much during the day lately to uh, jump in. But I've got to get this thing done, and then I'll get tomorrow off so I can watch the All Blacks play South Africa in the final of the Rugby World Cup. Just shameless shill. Rugby! I have no idea about that shit, but I hear y'all like it, so enjoy that shit. UTC, Saturday evening, it'll be a game worth watching. If you found your way to a television that had it on, it'll be, it's the greatest spectacle of the sport on the greatest stage at the World Cup final. So I'm shamelessly shilling it and everything that I can do for the next 12 hours. That's awesome. While you're out shilling that, make sure to shill imaginethesmell.org. People go pick up that new song, Take the Money. Uh, all right, let's get, we'll get the show started here. This is episode 812, thejamhole.com. That's the website. Check it out. Been around since 2008, poking fun at the weird, uncomfortable, just pretty much fucking everything um i want to start things out tonight i found <laughs> i'm i'm immediately regretting this as as i'm saying the words but i found one of my old rhyme books uh this one's from 2011 so it's not like like a really old one but uh i just i, I want to like just just give you a, a short passage here this is the very first page of it and so it's uh it, it it was created in March of 2011, and then I guess I lost it, and it resurfaced in 2014. <laughs> so there's like, it's like halfway written in. I think I'm going to continue using it now and and fill out uh fill out the rest of it. But uh, let me uh, this kind of give you a little insight into like the state of mind of a young Finn back in 2011. Depression. The first fucking word is. <laughs> oh, my God. The first word is depression. So here you go. Setting the tone tonight, boys and girls. Depression turns happy with the right inflection. Possessive deception leads to an uncertain wedding reception. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, why am I even thinking about like weddings and shit? Like that that's weird. Uh perfect betting. I don't know. Down. You have to think back to that precise time in your life and like 
see what was going on and it well, would totally make sense. It always well, does. Lucky for us, we have such <laughs> such a timeline. Let's see. Uh, what, what did I say? March March 27th, 2011. So let's go to the old jamhole.com and we'll see March. What did I say? 2011? Man, my memory is going. Yep. All right. March 2011, February, March. Okay, we had 13 episodes that month. This was back when we were probably doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday still. Oh, let's see. And then what day? We can we can zero in on the exact fucking day, the 27th, March. So we did a show on the 25th. That would have been episode 476 of the Jam Hole, titled Well-Educated Hookers. So uh, there's that. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, we have episode 477, Water Weenie. And it looks like this is one of the shows that had Robbie. Now, Robbie was an interesting fella. If you've never, if you're kind of new or here from like the, the crypto side of, of Finn's life, you probably have no idea who Robbie is. But I don't know if you guys have a, a friend like this, but do you guys ever have a friend that was into the, uh, uh, what's it called? When they, they like freestyle, but it, it's like acting, uh, like the, the comedy troupe. Fuck, what the fuck is that called? Help me out here. I'm drowned. You know what I'm talking about? Like when you have a group and you go and do your. Oh, my God, that is going to drive me crazy. No, but for like, like unscripted. Like the worst game of charades ever right now. It's like unscripted. People just go in and they do like. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, I just came in my pants. Improv. So. I'm sure everybody's got like that one improv friend that is just like super hyperactive, but like always in a different character and always like honing that character. So Robbie was that for us, for the for the jam hole. And and for me, uh, if you actually (laughs) there's some old YouTube videos of us snowmobiling, uh, if you if you go through uh, the old YouTube channel. You'll come across and you'll see Robbie. He he is the one we're constantly having to shovel out of the fucking snow because uh, he was not very good. But he was our Jewish friend, our uh, improv extraordinaire. And uh, I forget what he did for lit. He did like some like babysitting adult kind of sitch. So I, I don't know. But he, he was a pretty amusing cat. So uh, not anything that's really like pointing me to like a depressing poem so i i don't i'm kind of struggling this was right like before is the, this like is this like before uh this was right before the, a... the live show the third annual and that was our last live show we did and it was right before we interviewed christian lander from stuff white people like <laughs> which is a ridiculous book if you've if you've never heard of it or, or read it um, but oh, you know what? I see it now in the show notes here. Sunday was the Get Poetry open mic, and you totally mentioned something about Get Poetry. So that's why I was writing that shit, trying to impress those coffee shop gals. 
with my fucking Edgar Allan Poe like prose. <laughs> Edgar Allan prose over here, fucking trying to get the get poetry chicks. Uh, Robbie passed a poetry kidney stone. That's something to see. The Chronicles of Tardia. <laughs> what? I hate having a dream where I go to work and live a day because then I wake up and do it all over again twice. Fuck all our lives. <laughs> Jesus. That was a good time back then, huh? Uh, that was. Uh, you, you, there's some videos of you um, doing that shit on YouTube. Of the get poetry, the poetry slams. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, we don't, we don't, yeah. we we don't need, we don't need to mention that. People will find that shit if they <laughs> if they want to. So anyway, you have to that, search pretty good if you're looking for it. You have to look. Well, not that great. I mean, it's right there in the video list. Depression turns happy with the right inflection. Possessive deception leads to an uncertain wedding reception. Perfect bedding turned down and out every morning for protection. Cracked face, cracked mirror, broken reflection. Oh my God. I can definitely say there's no oh way that God. you are turning at your bedding the next day. No, no matter how many not. girls you were in and out of a bed with. No, definitely <laughs> not. Turned down for what? Uh-uh. Uh, hopeless to understand it worse than Inception. Yeah, that was a fucking, that was a hard movie to understand when I was younger. So I, I get that reference. Uh, doors flung wide open, hoping for inspection. Did I use inspection already? Well, hold on now. No? Okay, no, I'll allow it. Interesting. Uh, open, hoping for inspection. I've had it with the failures, too tired to cope. And even if the energy spoke, you listen, I won't. You read what I wrote. You relive each and every single piece of literature, I quote. <laughs> Which is funny, because we're all illiterate, comfy, in a space made from appendages, broken up, deception. No, I used deception. Damn it, Finn, you can't use the same word twice. Uh, uh, yeah, broken up deception. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> you can't be hard on yourself. That's literally a decade that's, ago. That's not bad, though, right? I mean, I don't really read poetry much anymore, so I don't know what the what the bar is is looking like right now. But uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's there, right? I guess it's a it's another data point. It's a fucking. It's a study in in evolution and progression, I, I guess. I don't fucking know, man. It was depressed emo poetry fin. So there you go. Uh, the book club still on and popping. We are still currently reading Chaos. Uh, and if you go to thejamhole.com under the show menu item, you'll see a link that says book list. And that'll let you know what book we're currently reading and uh, and all that. So uh, I do think it could be kind of cool. And I doubt anybody reads, I mean, at this point, but I keep thinking in my head, it would be cool to do like Twitter space book club shit where we actually like read passages and talk about it, especially when we're reading crazy fucking CIA 
fucking 60s shit, you know, from when they were like just doing crazy fucked up junk to the to the population. Yeah, Kyle. Sorry, is that the Rack FM um, Google Drive book, book list? Uh, no, that's actually, I think that's one that Robo put together. Uh, this is one I've been just kind of keeping going throughout since 2008, since we started the show. Um, but if you if you go to thejamhole.com, and then on the menu there, it says book list, and that'll show you. And then I think there should be a link to my Goodreads, too. So I have all that shit in there just for anyone that wants to, like, follow along. Yeah, the Goodreads link is right under the uh, the P.O. box. Okay. Don't send us stuff in the P.O. box unless it's good stuff. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. Thing. <laughs> as you referenced that this morning, we were in the car, and I said that Rob had seen over a list as well. So I want to have a look through. Yeah, and that's where that kind of came from. I, I, I was just taking the piss, making jokes that like, oh, we're going to start like this nerd fucking book club. And he's like, oh, mate, you fucking read. I got a book list for you, mate. And then he fucking hit me with, like, this giant-ass list of, like, pirated fucking PDFs and shit. Probably viruses and shit crawling all over that thing, man. I'd be careful. Nah, he's he's got some, like, really interesting reads. And if you go through my list, you'll kind of see, like, probably why I am a little bit the way I am. Uh, but yeah, there's some good good shit in there for sure. I think the viruses are crawling over all over him at the moment rather than the PDFs. I was talking to Bruceman last night just before you got on the space, and he said Robert wasn't doing very well. Yeah, he he was saying it might be his third fucking bout of dengue fever, but I, I'm not exactly sure. Um, but yeah, hopefully hopefully he's doing doing a little better. At well, least he just got over that mouth thing he had growing on the side of his cheek. Yeah, homeboy is literally like falling apart. If we could like NFT fractionalize body parts for that man, like we would be in the fucking money. <laughs> hey, 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 there's an idea, you know. It's, right? Yeah. IRLs, man, I'm telling you, IRLs are going to be so hot. They're like RWAs, but better. IRLs, man, coming, coming soon to a fucking blockchain near you. Uh, let's see, Berkeley's showing up this week. This is kind of weird, gross. Uh, people going around licking people. Uh, Berkeley police asked for the public's help in finding a victim who was assaulted by a man last week near campus. The unknown female victim was walking near the intersection of Oxford Street and Center Street when a man picked her up from behind and licked her from neck to eye. From neck to eye, like the whole. That's so gross. Do you imagine you're just like walking, minding your own business and some fucking fool like picks you up and just licks you from neck to eye? Oh my is God. It unex- God is it unacceptable these days, is it? <laughs> I, I mean, that's first base, right? <laughs> it's either it's cool get thing. your eye licked or I'm going to hit you with this baseball bat and drag you back to the cave. So, I mean, the choice is yours, honey. <laughs> Uh, I'm more of a herb stomp. Let's go. You're done. That's fucking. Don't touch. Have me. you have you ever had your your shit licked like that? Have or I ever had my face licked? Like any sort of like in public inappropriate licking by someone that like wasn't me, obviously, because <laughs> all my licking is fully appropriate. Touch. <laughs> the bad touch. Did you in ever public. have the no bad, bad lick? 
<laughs> Not no in public. Problem. Nope. <laughs> I asked this no. owl how many licks it took to get to the fucking Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop, and he was like, are we talking bad licks or good licks? <laughs> oh, I shot him, and we ate fucking spotted owl soup that night, and it was good. Uh, it says the man would not let her go, would not let go of her. Uh, that's better. Uh, police said, but a bystander intervened and let the victim flee. Be free, victim. Be free. The suspect was arrested after the encounter for other pending charges, according to police, which is interesting. If you have, like, charges, why are you going out licking people's faces trying to get, like, more charges? That, that's just asking for trouble. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we come from Berkeley, an era. California. Our era was more just a tap on the ass, you know, rather than I hadn't heard of the face-looking thing in public. Yeah, no, that I feel like that isn't that like the next logical evolution of like eating ass. Like I feel like every generation has their like thing that the previous generation is like, man, you you y'all are fucked up. Like I feel like for our generation, it was like feet. And then the next generation, it was buttholes. And then the generation after that, it was being a fucking incel. <laughs> and then after that, it was licking faces. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shout out to all the incels in Web3. Y'all the real v M MVPs, EMFs. Y'all the real product market fit. <laughs> Uh, police did not give a description of the victim, but ask anyone to call this number. All right. Uh, oh, this is kind of dope. I was every now and again, I don't know if you guys like listen to the, the show regularly, but I, whenever I come across like a dope piece of property, that's just like retardedly expensive or just like fallen. I send it to tank and I'm like, yo, offer still on the table, homie. Like I will be. Me, my family and I will be caretakers for this fucking $8 million ranch sitting on 2,000 acres where no one will ever fucking bug me again. Oh, God, that would be the dream. Uh, so this is one I will be sending to him. Uh, not quite as nice as the 8 million fucking ranch house uh, in Montana that I found for us or in Oregon, I think. Uh, but this one's down in San Jose, and it's actually 1.5 million, and uh, you get a meth house. <laughs> the if if you now now tank, I know, <laughs> I know meth house right sounds. You got probably all sorts of red flags blowing up right now. Trust, like it, it's it's a it's a fixer upper. You know, it needs a little TLC. Uh, it says that would-be buyers are actually not allowed on the property until it's decontaminated and cleared by the Santa Clara Health Department. So, see, they're already going to clean it. So, you know, like, we're we're halfway home. Hang right? on, so th this isn't a functioning meth house, and so the utility value is just half, is it right? It's just, we're not... Well, that that's a good question, because that, 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 would, that would change the price a little bit, because if I'm able to generate like let's say five million a year in profits, then yeah, one five, I mean shit, that's that's just good business. Yeah, this is you know uh it says that analysis. Is it in uh San Jose, California? 
It says the uh, the house dubbed the Meth House on sale for 1.5 mil, according to Zillow. It's on Potomac Court, raided by the police and the feds, the FBI, back in March. The home is now for sale, and the listing says it, quote, has an inactive meth lab and meth contamination. Now, I'm not like a scientist or anything, but if you have an inactive meth lab on site, I mean, it's only a few, like, witches and, and, and some, you know, precursors, some ingredients, and you're, like, well on your way. Well, if we're negotiating, it's because property transactions always, you know, go under a negotiation. So it's non-operational. So I think you should have the purchase price. Yeah. Do right. I get to Definitely. keep the equipment? Like it's well, not- of course, a sight unseen, <laughs> right? I'm I'm keeping all of it. And now see what I'm thinking because Hank has the Maneki. He has Maneki the the OG ver, uh, versions, and then he has the Maneki Nekos. Now, what if we were able to fractionalize this meth lab and bring the dividends, bring the fees, if you will, back to the Maneki holders? Right now we're talking IRLs. It's just good business. Uh, it says earlier this year, authorities arrested Peter Karasev, Karasev, Karasev. Oh yeah, who was living there with his wife and three young children for stockpiling bomb-making chemicals, methamphetamines, and firearms. Uh, it was unclear if Karasev owned the home. And he is currently in custody, facing additional charges for allegedly planting bombs on PG&E electrical transformers in South San Jose. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. He was out there fucking trying to blow up transformers and shit. Bro, how was that meth? Good Lord. I liked him better when they were just stealing catalytic converters, you know? Like, that shit ain't no joke. I lived in fucking Northern California during the fires, what was it, like, four years ago? Three years ago? I I don't remember, but they had bad fires there, and then you had the electric company being like, okay, uh, in order not to create any more fires, we're gonna just kill the grid for the next, you know, few days or weeks. Do you remember that? Fucking worst. The worst. The worst. The worst I ever name again. She's the worst. Our yeah, that kid was fucking was, horrendous, she was dude. Three. So that was four years ago. Yeah, that that was messed up junk. And uh, yeah, Gus. Uh, anybody else? If you guys want to come up and talk, just touch hand up. I'll get you up here. Um, but yeah, that's fucking. That's crazy. And again goes back to what I said when we started the show is like when you're fucking committing felonies, don't be committing felonies. Dude had a fucking full on meth lab and then he's going out blowing up fucking transformer. Like pick one, bro. What was the logic in California? They shut the power grid off. So what? So other people wouldn't sabotage. Uh, So well, (laughs) possibly. How much tinfoil hat? Uh, no, it, it was to prevent shit from overloading and causing more fires, fire danger shit. Which, like, how about you just build 
a better power grid. <laughs> I know, well, I, that's yeah, that's just, easier said than done, and all of this infra is, like, old as fuck. It's a huge problem. That's a big problem here in Australia, man. They got... The infrastructure yeah, is the problem. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, bridges falling, cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria, They did a 150 green initiative project in, uh, investments through the last federal government. And I've, I've been in the construction industry all my life, and I've got some good senior management contacts within these green projects so that they've built, established, and completed, but they can't actually transfer the power from these projects to the grid because the power lines aren't sufficient enough to handle the load. So there's a massive problem with that one. That's what she said. But yeah, that that's the same shit here. And like, it's only going to take one little fucking bullshit, fucking like a solar flare or some shit. And like the whole grid is done. Like they, they definitely need to be like spending less money on foreign shit and maybe fix some shit here for a minute. You know, like no offense foreigners, but like, we got we got some shit that we kind of need to take care of here, you know, and the grid being one major major thing, and then bridges, obviously, infra. It's just yeah, dude, it's it's insane. Uh, let's see, U-Haul. We got a, a U-Haul here filled with weed that just crashed right into the Southern California police station gate. <laughs> Guns ablazing. Uh, I'm just going to park this right here. Cool, thanks. Uh, Temple City, two people were arrested after a U-Haul truck filled with bags of weed crashed into the gates of the police and fire station there in Sierra Madre. Sierra Madre? Madre? Sierra Madre? And the cops are investigating a previous car crash and the driver's claim that he was shot. I had no other alternative, officer, sir. I was shot. <laughs> I had to get out of there, man. Uh, the chain of events unfolded overnight. According to the L.A. County Sheriff's Department, the driver reported that he was shot somewhere in the Temple City before driving over to Sierra Madre, where the apparent crash happened. Investigators are trying to determine if and how the shooting happened. Well, probably a, a gun. I, I don't know. Uh, the U-Haul driver had an unspecified wound to his arm. Hope it wasn't a zombie bite. That would be good. Uh, at one point during the night, police say the U-Haul driver sideswiped a Beamer, who probably wasn't using his turn signal, and did not stop. The BMW driver followed him to the police station and reported the incident. The U-Haul driver and a passenger were then arrested for possession of the narcotics. The driver was taken to the hospital for treatment. And getting questioned by the police. U-Haul truck was also moved to the station for the quote-unquote ongoing investigation. Uh, it's unclear how much weed was inside. That is mighty fucking convenient, right? There was only one pound. Probably like... One pound. Yeah, there was only a half a pound. <laughs> that shit in Super Troopers. That shit cracks me up. He's just like looking in his pocket. Uh, yeah, that was the uh, that was the man. 
so just good. side swiping shit just fucking crashing into shit like what the fuck is going on is this the news what of the, week, the or is fuck it, is this like on a website you've got just the no, I got. I mean, I've been doing. We've we've been doing this since '08, so I, I've got like a bunch of RSS feeds <laughs> still set up that I just pull in uh, before we start the show and and grab grab stories. Uh, they come from Fark. They come from. Uh, I used to use Rotten.com, and and Rotten News was a popular one back in the day. Um, but yeah, just just uh, anything that I find like interesting or just completely fucking stupid. And the, the kind of the premise of it is that, like, I don't really read the story. I just read the headline. That way, when we do do the story on the show, it's like an initial first reaction, not just like, oh, I'm reading these stories and then trying to write jokes around them, <laughs> obviously, because there's no jokes here. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's just something that, like, I'm, I, I have, like, that historian vibe in me i guess like with terra spaces kind of keeping this archive and this is kind of like a different version of that that kind of predates what what terra spaces was was set up for and so this this show kind of just monitors our downfall our slow steady decline into the mouth of madness and my own we're not right this show this would not be happening the archives would never be that's true. That's true. I spent a lot of time like learning the trade. Like I, I've, I didn't go to podcast school back in in two thousand eight when nobody knew what the fuck a podcast was. But yeah, it did. It did. It, it gave me the ability to be like, yeah, I can fucking keep track of two hundred and fifty spaces a month for you guys. Like no worries. You want them edited and posted on a pod? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I fucking got you. No problem. There'd be no fin and jizzle at all. No, that's true. That's true. She actually, I don't, I don't know how much of this fucking story you, you guys have heard or want to hear, but she actually like listened to all what six, how many episodes were there? 500, 400 at the time? At that point, there was like 550 ish. So before she even like introduced herself to me or anything, she's like scheming on my fucking back catalog. The greatest 100 episodes before I messaged you. It was 100 episodes. Just trying to like get to know this motherfucker by proxy. That that shit's kind of cool because there's like if you go and I, I, I would never ever encourage anybody to go back and listen to the old episodes because they're fucking awful but if you found yourself going through those old episodes there's like a real painful chunk of time probably like what six or nine months where i I called it the curse because every every girl that i would meet and go out with and like we we talked about this all on the show like every aspect of all of that cringy ass shit was like talked about, made fun of, ran through the ringer, all of that. And so there was this whole chunk of time where I was just like, I'm fucking cursed. Like, I'm never going to find a decent female. Like, they're all either have kids, which I was starkly adamant about not having, uh, or they were like completely fucking nuts. And then there's there's definitely some good fucking content there if you like that kind of weird 
Psycho shit. But then this this ginger comes along and she's like, I listened to all those episodes. Like, let's go out. I was like, oh shit. Is this for real? And so yeah, there there would be no 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 Finn and, and Jizz. There would be a there wouldn't be a whole lot of much of anything, really. So kind of cool. Aunt Pruitt in the house, my man. Me and this guy used to do. I was just do, gonna uh, say. <laughs> we we met doing some. Uh, we brought. Do you guys remember Bite, the old computer magazine Bite? So me and this homie were on the team that brought Bite back. That's as, as a fucking digital property, I guess. And from that, we ended up working on some other shit and ended up doing like CES and DEF CON. I, I don't know if Ant, Ant went to DEF CON with us. That might have been just me and MDS. Maybe he was, I don't remember. But yeah, like we did a bunch of those conferences and all that shit and uh, had really good times. All, all because of this stupid fucking show. <laughs> the other thing for me personally, I think what keeps me going with the show is that when I am in in my my late 50s on my deathbed like i'm gonna listen back to my whole dumb fuck life in podcast form <laughs> just like mashing that fucking morphine button and that next episode button and just like reliving every painful cringe fucking moment <laughs> no it's not something no i think that would be you cool can you, know? you can't go back and, and redo that because that would be for somebody else to do because you've lived it, you know, to go back and redo all those bits would be counterintuitive to you, to direction. Well, I'm also, I'm also counting on having like some seriously harsh Alzheimer's cause I already like struggle to remember anything. Like the only reason Terra spaces is so organized is because I live and die by that calendar. Like if, if you, if you go to terraspaces.org and hit schedule, that calendar is my fucking brain, basically. <laughs> so it, it, it helps me keep track of all that shit. But no, I feel like live, I feel like laying on my deathbed, hearing this stuff will be like I'm like watching some fucking HBO documentary about like some poor schlub that had like a crazy fucking journey, you know, and being like, man, I even remember that was me. Shit. It's a good story, though. Like 50 first dates. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, but I assume so because you mentioned it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, uh, he has to, like, mm -hmm. teach her that he loves her all over again because she has oh, amnesia and can't remember. Yeah, okay. So, every day starts over again. I'm like, like Groundhog, Groundhog Day. day. Yes. Yeah, okay. Dope. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, we've been talking about squatters here and there because squatters have just been like running shit and just like fooling the fuck out of people and being like, this is my house now. So fuck off. Uh, so we kind of have like an Airbnb version of this. A gentleman named Jason Roth says lives in a van down by the river. No, lives in a van with his dog, Wally. He's both homeless and a homeowner, only in America. He says, quote, it's frustrating, extremely frustrating. It's something I can't fully wrap my head around. 
Jason is making mortgage payments for his Rainier Valley home and paying for pilot school so he can drop bombs on that motherfucker. No, uh, he's owed five months rent, a total of about $29,000 in back rent plus utilities. He says, quote, I do come here often just to look at my house and miss it and wish I could be in it. Oh, my God. That is the status shit. It's like sitting at his house that he's still paying rent on or mortgage on. Holy fuck. Uh, Jason's deadbeat renter is listing the, the downstairs living space on Airbnb for $434 a night. What? Jason believes he's generating at least two racks a month and possibly closer to three. Three and even sometimes possibly four thousand fucking dollars depending on the month what a fucking grift oh my god that's brilliant the city gave the delinquent renter a short-term rental license why does the city do you should sue the city i bet jason get the city to fucking come off of some cash we gotta settle it right now for five mil and i won't ever bring this up again <laughs> a license individual has is not valid because it was obtained using inaccurate information about ownership of the property says okay so not only is he not paying me but he's generating an income through the basement airbnb unit and meanwhile i'm over here having to pay the utilities for that unit he's tried to work with the renter even and even came up with a payment plan to which the renter was like, yeah, get fucked. Uh, it paid a thousand bucks and that was it. <laughs> what a fucking hard ass. The renter signed it, then like threw a fucking band at him and was like, get the fuck out of my sight. Get the fuck out of my house, you pleb. Holy shit. Uh, so that is says, rough. Right? That is some raw dog ass shit. Airbnb out your fucking squat. Yeah, that's that's smart living. Work smarter, not harder, you guys. We could all learn something from this dude. Uh, attorney Ryan Weatherstone said that King County courts are only hearing six cases per day. Half of those hearings get automatically continued for another three and a half months. That's helpful. Uh, so the court is only really hearing three hearings per day, only really hearing three hearings per day. Okay. And they're only hearing it for four, four days a week. Oh my gosh, the hardest sentence ever. For four days a week for the biggest county in Washington. Holy fuck. I need a cigarette after that. Uh, we stopped by Jason's home to speak with the renter, but he didn't answer the door. No shit. We did see a shiny car with a new registration in the driveway on our way out. Dude bought a new fucking car from the money oh, he shiny. made renting out homeboy's fucking basement. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, Jason's living in his not so shiny fucking car. That's that's America, man, right there, you know? Two, two fucking missed meals away from full-on Lord of the Flies at any given moment. That, that's us. Welcome to America. He said, quote, it makes me feel all kinds of different emotions. Oh, please, do tell. I mean, extreme sadness, anger, 
physical discomfort because, you know, living in my fucking car. City said is investigating a case about short-term rental license and Airbnb has removed the listing featuring Jason's home. Well, touche, motherfucker. For now, Jason is left to absorb the loss until he can get his home back. He said, quote, I'm on my way or I'm on my own, which to me might be the worst part because there's always going to be people who abuse the system and scam. Amen to that, bro. They're all here in Web3 building NFT projects and selling fucking mids-ass CBD to old people. I said nobody's been able to provide me any tangible assistance, nothing significant. Well, I feel your pain, bro. Sounds like the bro needs some cousins to go around. We deal with it it different at home, man. Like If you're not paying the rent, you don't need no court. Oh, my God. I would send the fucking pikey over to that dude's house and have that whole fucking block evicted. Ten minutes flat. Done. Unbelievable. I, I like the way your buddy over here is talking. Cousins will deal with it differently. Oh, yeah. No, That's it's, my it's style. A, it is. It's, it's a reference to that, but then there was also this whole, like, NFT debacle of, like, people hooking up their cousins with mints is basically like ticket scalping. Like say you, you like you sold your cousin a whole bunch of like Rolling Stones tickets or like Britney Spears tickets or whatever. And then you and all your cousins went out and hustled. It it was basically like that, but like (laughs) with fucking JPEGs on the internet. (laughs) Oh shit. Look who it is. My man. Robo, fresh out of fucking dengue feversville, man. I hope you're feeling better for real, though. Because, like, if I lose you, I don't have another fucking agent. So, I mean, Gus said he could help, but he said I have to move to a reservation first. And I, I don't know if I'm quite ready to make that sort of commitment. Uh, Ant, if you want to talk, definitely like toss up the request button. Feel free to hop up, say hey. Uh, same goes for anybody else. If you want to come up and chill, say hey, say what up. Uh, let's see. I did ask Bardo because I was curious. If you guys don't know, bard.google.com. Bardo, it's my AI assistant. Uh, I asked Bardo how many active shooters we've had in the US uh, since active shooter season started. And Barda hit me back, said that since uh, as of October 27th, so as of, you know, today, there have been 560 active shooter incidents in the U.S. this year. (laughs) That blows my mind. But now you know. Well, this is context for everyone that's not in the U.S. When we joke about, oh, hey, it's active shooter season again. This is what we're talking about. Because people can't just, like, not shoot other people. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Uh, I said that this is a significant increase from the 50 that occurred in 2022. So we had 50 last year and 560 this year 11x so uh, we're right (laughs) that's pretty shocking really 
<laughs> but you know we didn't sell the top. We held that shit back down to the bottom. Fuck. Damn these diamond hands of mine. <laughs> Damn it all. Uh, the increase in active shooter incidents and mass shootings is a serious concern. You know it's bad when the AI is also concerned for you. And then uh, oh it my. says that uh, it's it's got some Im- important steps that you can take to uh, stay safe out there. And it was really just two steps. One was have your gun under your pillow and two was don't ever leave your house. So very helpful. Bardo, thank you very much. And the most recent one, of course, uh, I assume you've probably all heard of this was the one that just happened in Maine. Uh, the Lewiston, Lew- Lewiston shooting rampage. Uh, they actually found the suspect dead. So, and see that man, that shit got me fucked up because reading those cia books and like that's classic fucking spook play oh no he uh yeah he uh he uh jumped out that window (laughs) he shot himself 18 times (laughs) like right like that that shit man every time i read some shit like that i'm like yep they got him that was not that dude did it they fucking somebody was in that crowd. They needed out. But it, a little collateral it does, damage. It does give closure, and that's family, it. You know, because so you don't have to have it lingering on. Well, no, it's absolutely fucked. They don't know. And reading in that book, there some of those families like still are going crazy trying to make sense that like they're completely emotionally stable uncle or whatever like killed himself it's like there's no way that happened they can't tell them that that didn't happen actually he was fucking fed lsd and pushed out the window because he was thinking of quitting and you don't quit the fucking company the company quits you and so i think like for me the saddest part about that is all of the relatives and the the future generations that just are fed this line of bullshit that like oh yeah your pops or your uncle or whoever the fuck was just unstable as fuck. And that's just how shit goes sometimes. It's like, no, you guys fucking tortured him and pushed him out a window. Like those are two completely different fucking things. And, and then you read shit like this and it's like, Oh yeah, the dude fucking unloaded took out like all these people and then killed himself like that. That's pretty fucking convenient. And I mean, I'm not saying it didn't have it, it very well probably did, but for everyone that did, I feel like there's five more that you don't necessarily hear about that didn't. And man, that shit fucking creeps me out. They got us, man. They got us fucking good. Unfortunate. Uh, yeah, oh, it's sad. Crazy. What? You give give me some social commentary on the state of uh what's going on, please. Me? Your name's on the show, isn't it? It is, but you know, lots of other right. people have been talking too, so No, just Kyle. <laughs> what are you trying to say? She said you talk too much, Kyle. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Well, you know, my favorite commentary of all socially would be the most recent South Park episode. Holy shit. 
Am I right or am I right? If you haven't seen it, probably go watch it. As always. That nailed on... that nailed oh us on the head. So hard. Well, not not like us, but yeah, like America. The America, world. yeah. Well, <laughs> the, yeah, man. Sydney. yeah, the world. Yeah, the whole world. I got a good one from Sydney. The young twenty four year old water polo coach at a exclusive inner city school was bludgeoned to death with a hammer uh, in the staff room toilets by a recent ex-partner of hers who is 24 years old of the same school who was a, a, co- a sports coach uh, after the relationship demise he rang the police to admit what he'd done then promptly rushed off to the cliffs at the water's edge threw himself into the ocean and drowned they oh, pulled his body out of the ocean yesterday it's, it's been horrific a horrific story that's like point that's very similar to point break where they just let the dude go at the end into the into the wave you're like did he die Maybe he's still alive. I don't know. Maybe he's robbing banks still. <laughs> no, that, that shit is crazy. Like how how we've gotten to that point, you know, and then to even go further in, in certain aspects like that, that shit just it reinforces my not ever really needing or wanting to leave the house unless I'm like out of weed or some shit, you know? <laughs> well, it speaks to the to the strength of the commune. You know, a group of people with yeah. a common yeah. collective idea of a way to live. And, you know, I think who knows what the next few years is going to be like. I, I'm, I'm proud to have had 51 years of life that was pretty much devoid of any of the shit that's going on. And I, I look at it and I don't see a lot of joy coming our way in the future, you know, and sadly. Yeah, that's true, though, right? Like we what we were able to grow up through were probably some of the most chill, reasonable, I guess, times in history. Like we missed World War Two. We missed Vietnam. We missed the Depression, all that shit. And like we maybe depending, I guess, on how old you are, missed, you know, the fucking Middle East shit. So like we didn't really have anything like that. We missed the space race. I mean, we caught the Challenger when it blew up, and then that was kind of the end of that. And, like, it, it kind of reminds me of that saying where they're like, you're too young to explore Earth and too old to explore space. So I might as well just go swim in the ocean. But, yeah, pretty interesting. Well, it seems that a lot it's, of these definitely... events that are happening nowadays are becoming more globally spread as well. You know, you look at the pandemic, the way that thing was dealt with. And... I've noticed that, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, look, I mean, we didn't have fucking nonstop cross-country flights back in the day, you know, like that shit. We, we've created a society just made to spread that kind of shit, it seems like. Hey, B-Jizzle, are you Mrs. Finn? Yes. Oh, well, it's lovely to speak with you. I've seen you on a couple of videos. I've been innocently creeping in the background as Finn delivers the information, you know, like I saw you singing and I've seen you guys, I followed you on holiday and all this sort of stuff. So it's very nice to meet you officially. You too, Kyle. 
I look forward to hearing you more in these spaces, well, look, our spaces look, of the jam. I look forward to meeting you guys <laughs> one day. I've got quite a love affair with the Pacific Northwest. I've spent a lot of time in in Washington State, actually. And my, oh, nice. my last visit was actually to um, Longview. I spent three months in Longview, which is oh shit, yeah, just up the road. We were in Raymond for a little while. Oh, wow, huh. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so such a tiny little spot there, yeah. right on the coast. Yeah. It's nice. Well, if I ever get the chance to be back, I think I'd really love to share a meal with you guys at some point in time. And, you know, it's a fair way down the track. I've got to get to Bangkok first and get um, Robbo to take me out. I'm a pretty decent cook, I, so I just saw your profile there about the baking and everything. So. Oh, yeah. Did you see the fucking (laughs) the horrific fin that she made for my birthday? (laughs) No, I love it, too. I don't don't know if we like talked about this on the show or if it was just in front of friends. But like she loves those baking shows and like the Gordon Ramsay shit. So like I see this fin and I'm just like I look at her. I'm like, now, would this have uh, have sent you home in the first round, or are you are you confident that this would have uh, helped advance you to the uh, the next round? And she was like, "Yeah, no, I fucked that one up, man." I'll, I'll put a, like uh, I'll put a, whenever I post the show notes. There's always pictures in it. I'll, I'll throw a picture of the cake up there. I don't remember if I put it up on my uh, my Twitter or X or whatever the fuck we're calling it. But uh, yeah, it's funny you say that, Kyle, because we used to do live audience shows once a year and jam hole jam holians from all over the country would like fly out to montana and we would take over this restaurant for a night and we do the show and we'd have the audience come up and everybody's eating and drinking and smoking like it, it's just a really good time and then we would do like uh the the touristy kind of shit like it, it, in montana we'd go up to glacier park and go shoot guns and go you know ride dirt but you know whatever whatever the the group wanted to do and ever since we moved we haven't done that like if you go to the jamhole.com the last live audience show we did was fuck it was episode 525 which was when was this august 12th to what year is this? See, I knew I should have put the year. I didn't 14. expect this to go on that long. <laughs> 2011. Or is it 14? Did I just make a typo in this? I don't know. Anyway, we 14. used to do live Hang audience shows. 14, dear. Um, there's here, I'll pin this to the nest because the, these videos are pretty funny. You can see like young fucked up Finn just yelling at the audience. Now I remember the third one. <laughs> While we're doing the live show, so I I used to deliver food for this place called Anna's Pizza, and they would basically let us take over the restaurant for the show. And so we're doing the show. Everybody's getting wasted. All of a sudden, the kid whose parents own the restaurant comes up, and he shows me this picture of a car that drove through a fucking living room of a house. And I'm like, what the what the fuck is this? Like, we're in the middle of doing a show. He's like, dude, that's my house. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, dude, somebody just like was wasted and drove through our fucking living room. He's like, I got to get out of here and go fucking sort this shit out. I was like, all right, well, yeah, go do your thing. But anyway, the uh, all the videos, there's a trailer for each live audience show. 
Uh, it's the 525, the 404, and the 250. 250, obviously, being the first one we did. Uh, you can find the trailer for each one on the site there, and then there's the full full video. We did, like, multiple cameras set up. Like, we, we did pretty legit setups for the time, I think. And, uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of people hanging out, having fun. So it would be cool to start doing those again here in Oregon just because we have, like, legal weed, legal mushrooms. There's parks. There's fucking pretty much anything you could think of we could go do here. So it, it, that might be something to uh, start thinking about planning, I think. Well, what about when Twitter, Twitter – it's easier for Twitter – goes to these video and voice calling? Is there – I actually, I actually just saw that it's enabled in mine. Yeah, I can fucking. I saw that too. You can start. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, I wonder how that will help drive um, project content for, you know, the Web three space because a lot of people have moved. You know, I know you're a, more a Telegram person than Discord, but there's a lot now that are utilizing Twitter as the. The um, advertising medium, and I wonder what sort of initiatives this will bring video calling for, for you know, not only the Web3 space, but I think maybe the global space as well. You know, who utilizes this currently is Crypto Tank. He does a lot of that, like on Twitch, but then also utilizing the Twitter uh, based one. And I, for me, like, I think I just got burned out on it because we were already doing live video shows like back in 2010 and shit and like the tech back then was just super fucking jank we we went through probably one year we went through like four platforms there was like justin.tv there was live video there was ustream and then there was some other shit and then finally like google hangouts came out and hangouts on air which let you tie into like the flash media encoder. So you could actually do proper fucking like transitions and all that shit. But I think just from doing that for so long and then just like having to have super good internet and having like it, it, it was easier. And I think more enjoyable for me to just go back to producing just a good audio show than fucking with like all these cameras and all this other shit, just so people could see us talking into a microphone you know like it, it didn't justify how much time and shit and just like sucking my my soul out of my asshole every time some shit like wouldn't work or like oh the internet ping time is a little too high so your show's fucked <laughs> like that that kind of shit so i think that's probably why now i'm just not that interested in doing video stuff but doing more of this on a more regular basis makes me start to want to because we do have better tech now, you know? I, I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, well, but, but I think the yeah, tech it, will, we'll, we'll have to fuck with the it. The tech will force you, I think, into that narrative as well if it becomes adopted, you know? We recently saw that Facebook initiative uh, threads that didn't seem to go very well, but with what Musk has got planned for Twitter, uh, look at us here, you know, I'm I'm looking at, I'm on the sixth floor of the, uh, an apartment building looking out across the Cairns waterfront towards the Great Barrier Reef, and you're sitting in, in Oregon, and we're able to communicate here, so maybe, you know, his plans for this platform will be super adoptive 
for other technology as it develops. Yeah, and I, I think it'll have to be because, yeah, those other platforms are starting to get that shit kind of figured out and moving forward. So I think I think Elon knows what he's doing and it'll in the end will be like, holy shit, we did not expect that or we did not see that coming. Like, I, I think there's a bigger goal he has in mind than what any of us are like expecting just from our perspective of, yeah, we've been using Twitter since it was like a beta, you know, like it, it we've watched it fucking evolve from like sending text messages to fucking what you see now. And I do, I'm like all about as a fucking media guy, like I'm all about having the options of, you know, being able to do different kinds of media for the different platforms for the different groups and shit i i, I find that stuff fun and, and interesting so well, there's nothing else that comes especially close. if we can get our music out there you know yeah absolutely and there's nothing else coming close to it at this point in time so you're going to have a certain amount of people that are ahead you know first mover advantage in the space that are going to really see adoption and i think you know his plans he's been open and and transparent about you know he wants to really disrupt the traditional world so you know that could mean you know he spoke about the wallet on the x wallet he's spoken about the potential of crypto exchange through how that be peer-to-peer -peer. maybe he's looking at developing you know exchanges he's got a big platform he's just building community you remember cosmic perspective they were that uh, NFT project that launched on one planet pre-crash, but they were the ones that had the, the IRL view of the rockets and shit Elon was building. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. So I had an interview with that lady and her her boyfriend or her husband now, and what they said like really stuck with me that Elon wasn't developing this stuff for here. Like he's developing all of this stuff with it in the back of his mind that this is the infra for off-planet living like when you go to mars there's no fucking economy there's no infrastructure there's no fucking atmosphere like there is literally nothing there and so creating starlink you have your communications infra creating the truck you have your rover Doge, you have your fucking currency. And like the more after she said that, like the, just I would see these like little synchronicities in, in the stuff that he was posting and and in his like biography that uh all Isaacson, I think, wrote recently. Like if you look at what he's doing with that frame of reference you're like holy shit like he is replicating in his way everything humans are going to need to like have somewhat of a, a you know tolerable <laughs> tolerant existence on this planet where everything is literally trying to kill you you know yeah, and also he's got this uh you know like you look outside of our western society there's the the tech potential here for delivering real value to people in developing countries is something that's quite often glanced over. I happened into a, a space where there was a group of African people, like 
business development people and the conversation they were having about the potential for Web3 and cryptocurrency, it was just as a, you know, Anglo-Saxon 500-year-old bloke sitting in the crowd listening to that conversation, it gave a real perspective about the value and utility to those economies and those societies that is quite often absent as a part of this Western culture. Absolutely. It's super relative, right? Like we, we had a completely different experience and upbringing, which gave us a completely different outlook. And I, I noticed that like listening to some of the secret spaces where they'd have like the secret Africa group talking and like the stuff that they're discussing on those spaces is completely fucking different than the shit that like we're discussing or our our groups are discussing you know like they're in it for the reason some of us got into it in the first place which was to bank the unbanked and take this power back that we've given up over the course of decades but then somehow that turned into <laughs> i don't even know like key cards for clubs and secret furry fucking meetup you know like it 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 lost the plot at some point obviously when fucking ust got attacked and, and taken down but there's still some people that keep that that idea alive and that that need that necessity and i think carter uh wetzel with uh with shade protocol is one of those cats like whenever i hear that dude talk he's very reminiscent of the stuff that doe was talking about and the stuff that doe was talking about was like what got me excited about what they were building you know and, and i feel like we're missing a lot of that right now but as soon as it's back it's back baby what's up little gains in the house what up gains I remember that conversation, though Kwan was on stage with um, Emil from XDeFi Wallet. And though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Though was talking about the amount of gaming projects that were interested in the Terra ecosystem as a way to have a universal currency for payment structure through gaming, which really got me quite excited about that. But um, the rest we know. Do you remember Are you a gamer? Oh. Um, well, I was pre-game, uh, you know. I was a, I was an original Dungeons and Dragons, you know, Volume One attendee, if you like. And then PlayStation One. And by the time PlayStation Two came on, I had too many kids and too many responsibilities, so I sort of fell off the game, the gaming thing. But I do see a huge opportunity for it, and it's interesting to watch what's happening in the Polygon space with the initiatives that uh, the business development team has put into gaming through the Polygon ecosystem. The one that I really enjoyed was Meta Racers because not only could you play the game, Homeboy was making custom fucking maps and courses based on your NFT project, and you could fucking bet on the game, which was like, yeah, dude, no brainer. Like, and still to this fucking day, and that was a goddamn project at the beginning pre-crash, like years ago, right? Fucking 25 years ago, for all we know at this point. Nobody has come close to fucking replicating what that dude built. And uh, they're gone now. I mean, I'm sure he's moved on to something else, but that shit was fun. And that shit rallied communities together because you all got together to race. You were making money if you won or if you won the bet. and like. It, 
gave people like this cool thing to go do as a community you know like our group is going to beat your group at this race car game like who cares i'm doing, fine. I'm doing one and and no one's done no, that there's yet one on since, Moonbeam you know? that is doing it it's called exiled races and what the fuck is moonbeam and how are you finding all of these obscure ass chains kyle oh mate, I, I go a lot i go to lots of different horizons moonbeam's evm chain on polka dot so there was a, I was in the pre-sale thing way, oh, September two, two Septembers ago. And it's, it's actually my best performing bag at the moment. It's only down 20%. I, I, I'm, I'm so proud of the moonbeam. <laughs> no. But anyway, this it. I love that that's where the bar is right <laughs> now. Like, yo, this bag's only down like 40%. Yeah. It's my best performing bag. If, if it doesn't have a nine <laughs> at the beginning, we're winning. You know, <laughs> holy fuck! <laughs> but no, it's interesting. For real, holy Moonbeam, this Exile races—they are doing something similar, and it's all algorithmic racing, calculated tracking, and they've got, you know, you got a race craft, and you've got a um, pilot, and so you mint the pilot with a pilot key. You get the pilot, and then you get another NFT, which is the craft. And then you mint that, and it comes with two other NFTs that are called boosters. Then you got to mint the garage, and no. then you got to mint the mechanic, no. and then you got to mint the gas station. No, all, and then, like, is this a ONFT project, no, dog? Like, yeah, how many no. are we fucking doing? No, this one, they all come with one mint. So at the time, it was a 300 glimmer, was you minting it for, and it came with all the attached NFTs, and it was gamified, and it was like a old MS-DOS. UI, uh, where you just type in the code, you know, uh, verify that your wallet. Yeah, it was like text-based. Exactly, yeah, beautiful. It was lovely. That's awesome. Yeah, and so they've been developing, and they are looking, you know, expansion will be that communities, so you'll be able to rent out your racer and all that stuff, and you'll be able to have community races. It's probably the most innovative project, definitely within the Polkadot NFT scene, but... Have you seen what Coleman's doing with the baby bulls? Do you still hold any baby bulls? Did you migrate any? I know you've. No, I never got any of those when they minted. What I did get was one of the coins, I think. Oh, did you? That was the coin flip, right? The bull, oh, uh, yeah. the the bulls coin flip. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's might be confusing that, but yeah, I know Coleman. Coleman's good cat. Yeah, well, he's um, Gaines probably talk about. It. He's just announced today that he's got a mint on stargaze coming uh oh shit hop up on here gains what up dog November 17th. Robo, if you're feeling well enough to speak you know we'll get you we'll get we'll send bruce down there he'll he'll wheel you up also what the fuck is that pfp dog is that sunny <laughs> oh my god it is sunny what <laughs> what the fuck is happening oh dear but yeah uh if anybody in the audience Let's hop up, definitely. Just toss you up, get you up here. We're probably gonna wrap this up here shortly. I've just I been sitting s- here listening to y'all. We we also this here is kind of like a little bit of our secret weapon. I feel like because uh, not only is she completely like uneducated when it comes to like crypto and web three, not like uneducated, just doesn't know, doesn't care kind of thing. She knows enough to be able to do things like ask me for Bitcoin. Uh, but she doesn't like do anything with it except for you know like buy me stuff with it. 
But so what I was thinking is we did one episode a long time ago just for fun. It was called Finn and a Noob. And it's our chance to like really figure out with these chains and these UX UI experiences, like where are we fucking up? What needs to be fixed? And how can we better make that onboarding process smoother for people that are more like be jizzy and less like Finn or Gaines or Kyle? So um, now that we are in the clear for the next couple years, uh, hopefully still. Uh, I think we'll have more time to be able to spend on some fun stuff like this. And that's kind of like one of the directions I want to take, I think. Well, wallet, so. wallet development has to be a huge thing. This most, you know, we're all plebs. We call ourselves plebs in this space. But I tell you what, the, the, the quarter wits that are out there would have no idea. Oh, there's levels to the pledge. There's levels. True, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that wallets are going to have to be a massive. And one of the, it'll be interesting to see what's moving with these gaming projects, how they're going with uh, the wallet integration that they are moving into games because the gaming sector has quite a bad reference when it comes to NFTs. So, and wallets so watching what they're doing with that there to see how that will help bring people in because you can't you can't have a 75 year old grandmother having to write down her 12 word seed phrase and stash it somewhere oh never happened yeah. never happened those people yeah. are using the forgot my password button as their password exactly like you have to there's a whole level of what what's it actually I gotta, I gotta roll that back because usually I would agree with you on they can't remember their password and shit, but you're having to you're asking them to have to write something down on paper and save it. That's what they're really good at. That is a, that is actually a pretty good point. They are, except that with this there is no forgot my password button. And if there is, you're probably about to get your wallet drained. <laughs> but and also the tech has evolved, right? Like you don't have to remember passwords anymore. You just tell Google to fucking pick one and then save it. And then boom, it's there next time. You know, so we are moving fully, away from that. It's just a super slow process. Yeah, it's good. That, that's going to have to be a huge development in time. Like, I, I mean, I don't last time I was in America, it was five years ago, there's a 190-unit apartment block that I was upgrading. You know, mate and I were building staircases there. And the first of the month, I watched everybody's rolling in with check to pay their rent. And I was like, um, have you guys not heard of this direct debit through internet banking system? I'm thinking, this, is this how, how archaic the financial system is, is that you can't pay your rent by internet bank transfer, you know, it's not, so maybe the whole traditional system needs to catch up as well to the rest of the world. You know, we it seemed like we were way more advanced in that thing. So there has to be a bigger development than that for security of people's assets. I also, I also kind of feel like some of that shit that they've built into it was is by design so that they are able to scrape a little bit more off, you know. Like there's way easier and more efficient ways to do this stuff, but those ways don't involve 
everybody else getting their cut as it's exactly. your as your dollar bill is handed down the you know exactly. so and that's you you did see that with some of these crazy fucking tokenomics where it's like you're making this convoluted on purpose so that people don't understand that they're the yield <laughs> that like you know like you see some of these tokenomics that are just like that that was the the plainest way you could explain that like if your shit is that complicated, you're either a fucking idiot or you're grifting. Like th- there's no, no reason shit should be like that fucking con. Like I, I get it. We all like the flywheel, but it, you don't need to make it that fucking complicated. Uh, and I just checked on stargaze. We are once again, number two on the trending list, right under the homeboy Cosmo noobs. With his new collection, Star Noobs, which I guess I better fucking mint one. And uh, we have sold 239 fucking copies of Take the Money. Oh, congratulations. And I'll tell you, I could not have done this without Robo and Gaines and Bonzi and like all the Rack FM cats, all the Stargaze cats. Like all the homies. I mean, you guys are the ones minting it. Like I, I minted my four. <laughs> so the other fucking 235 now are uh, all y'all. And that's awesome because, man, I was looking at my band camp stats and shit and like I've sold some stuff. I haven't come close to 200 fucking copies on an initial release like this. And it's on a niche ass fucking blockchain nobody in real life has heard of and it's a song about some other niche ass fucking blockchains and people on them like it 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 blows my mind and i'm super fucking stoked for you guys to hear cash i know robo's been hyping the fuck out of that song and i i almost i almost feel like he's overhyping it and i know that's just like me being a fucking with the artist or whatever the fuck but like every time i see him out there shilling it i'm like man i gotta go back and like rewrite this shit because maybe it's not gonna live up to all this hype you know i mean i'm sure it's fine he's told me it's fine but i just in my head you know i'm like fuck he's hyped that shit up a lot i hope we deliver (laughs) you know well you are don't knock yourself too hard like that you know you've been so far so good though right well you've been a stalwart in this space for a long time Finn. you know and and it's recognized by lots of people whether or not it's supported is a completely different thing but people know yeah 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 so you know it's it's highly it's uh it's expected and you know, I feel like the rap thing too is less tangible than like the stuff that TerraSpace is doing. Like TerraSpace, as you can see, like there's been 3,700 spaces archived across these specific fucking ecos. But like with the rap, it's just art, you know, like everyone's going to interpret it differently. Um, with the spaces, it's only, you know, you only interpret it one way. So. All right, pulling Robo up here. Well, this is interesting. Uh, anybody else wants to hop up? Holler. It's a good Robo. How you feeling, man? Oh, man, I'm fucking terrible, but uh, I've got some good news. I woke up and the fever has subsided. So when the fever subsides, you're like, you know, you've got like 24, 48 hours of shit until you get back in the game. But uh, morning, BJ. Morning, Kyle. Morning, Gaines. How's my favorite? Uh, how's my favorite client? Barry, the band manager, is interested to see how we say our favorite uh, clients doing this morning. 
Yeah, Gucci. Well, we uh, we kind of burned down the studio, but we found another studio, so we're just getting all the equipment moved right now. Uh, but other than that, yeah, everything's going good. Nobody's OD'd yet. Uh, so yeah, every, everything's everything's cope. Oh, sh- BJ, did we make it? Have we made the big time, BJ? Is this is, is this a moment to shine? Is it? Is this a moment? You know, it seems like he's shining way more than he usually shines. Even just personally, you can see him just glow and talk about it, and like honestly, talk about it almost too much with like yada 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 y'all y'all y'all. But you know what? Sometimes it's annoying, but I'm so glad that he's happy. And it seems like you guys are just blowing up. Whether it matters to anyone else or not, like y'all rock. She's like, you know, if you love Robo so much, why don't you just fucking marry him? And then she slammed the door in my face. And I'm like, well, if you could fucking shill a goddamn rap song as good as he could, maybe I fucking will. And then I slapped her and then she slapped me back and then we fucked. It was cool. She's waking up on a morning and there's Finn get polishing his microphones and that with a fucking Mr. Sheen in the dust cloth. He's like, look at my babies, look at me babies. <laughs> waking up at five in the morning to tell me to shut the fuck up with my internet friends because it's five in the fucking morning. She's trying to sleep. <laughs> no, man, it's been cool. It's, it's been awesome. Sleep, like, I get to sleep at like two, two thirty. So you wake my ass up at five. That's not much sleep. He's right. He's right about the shiller. Though I'm gonna tell you now, I've always been an anti-shiller. Better when you got something dope to show, isn't it? I'm saying we've never ever shilled, but holy fuck, we couldn't stop ourselves. I mean, if you're not literally gone telling everybody, listen to this, listen to this, you're not doing your job, and we have. I'm gonna admit, racks of shill for the first time ever. Sue us, fucking sue us. You know what really blew my mind about this whole thing was it was a release that other people were shilling and not people that we asked. Like the DMs I was getting the day when when you dropped it that night when I woke up, people were like already telling their friends about it. I went and hit up the rec gang because that's kind of like my territory. You hit up the racks. We all met in the middle, hit up gains. And pretty soon people that I didn't even know were like shilling it. And I was like, holy fuck, this, this is what it's supposed to look like. Not, let's see how many fucking retarded ass polygon spaces you can get your fucking project pinned in the nest of in one day. No, that's this. This is what it's fucking about. And that makes me super more excited for these next EPs dropping because I've been I've been jamming with High Sunday if you guys check out his barkeepers you'll see what kind of fucking talent that dude brings that dude is like fondue like a real actual musician whereas I'm just like a writer and I can rap and I can you know hold a beat but like this dude's like a fucking proper musician and like his raps are so fucking dope so EP3 is going to be me and High Sunday. And that shit's going to be fucking so crazy. Dude, nobody's, nobody's been successful on Stargaze with music until you've come along like 
that's that's the top and bottom of it is that you've brought the mold or we've brought the mold as a team and that's that's the important thing is we're redefining landscapes bro well i think it was also too like a perfect storm of we had to get the price of stars under a penny so that everyone could afford to mint it because it's tough out there right now for a pimp i'll tell you what man it's cold streets out there i'm a bit my phone's a bit what flat but i'll just it's good nice to hear you robo it's good to hear you back and well and um if you're waking up your woman at five o'clock in the morning mate it's don't be talking to your internet friends there's only one one thing you want to be doing at five o'clock in the morning with your woman Kyle, you want to be in the video kyle do you Whoa, what's oh yeah i guess we're making a we're making a music video i guess that that's news to me oh i was gonna say what sort of video are we, are we doing here you know it's been, it's been a while hey i'm you know don't knock it let me know it's this new site called OnlyFans. <laughs> oh yeah i'll get my main key but it's a web it, it's a it's a fractionalized nft tokenized version of it with <laughs> yeah, I'm up for that. I'm into anything fractionalized is all for me. Talking about the video, I woke up to a DM this morning off Duck. He's only went and bought a gigantic like rubber duck, duck, uh, duck mask and he's like, Can oh, I be in no. the video? Is everybody buying their furry corporate fucking PFP faces for this? Oh my God, dude. This is going to be so epic. Dude, we're gonna. Soy, Soy's had some ideas. He's like, "Why don't you like take the piss?" So, like, we're gonna start off the video with the, uh, "You've gotta pump it up." No, you gotta pump it up. We're gonna start out like that and just have a bit of scratch okay. and then you rap. Okay. So to do it, three. I like dude. that. I like that. And then maybe we can. Do you remember on the uh, the first Adams Family movie when they're at camp and they're doing the the Thanksgiving thing? I think we could recreate that scene, but have the owl just like getting burned at the stake while we're all dancing around it, dressed up like Indians or some shit. Oh my god, that'd be epic! Fuck that guy bro, anyway, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feed like a, a toy owl to Winston on the video and just watch, watch Winston, Winston rip the oh, fucking yeah. owl apart. Oh, you know what you gotta do before you do that though is like stuff the fake owl with like guts like go to the butcher shop and just get some like entrails and shit so it looks real fucking play that shit oh bro we're sourcing we're already sourcing locations in bangkok and dude i've got some news for you i uh i paid the uh you got tarantino tell me you got tarantino yeah, we've got Soy Boy, man. That's even better. That man, we've got Soy Boy, Timmy, and Red Eye. The production value of this is going to be off the fucking chain. We're all in. <laughs> we've got a director and two producers. <laughs> you've got, got, you've got the big boys. You've sorry, you, he's dying over there. Hopefully, we can get this done before you fucking cough up your spleen or some shit. But no, we we got the fucking the big boys in the projects that we've been. Uh, looking at that's interesting so bro some good news on the show front once i once i get back to normal yeah these shows are serious now like the time the clocks are changing so it's a perfect time to get back on that 8 a.m slot yeah uh i've just paid the what was it 19 dollars 85 for the fucking duty for the microphone to clear customs and it's a uh, it's en route bro the new microphone i kind of fucking wait that's going to be sweet. These are going to have to be like Telegram or Discord shows. I think I feel like Twitter's still too unreliable using it with the desktop. But I did notice uh, me and Kyle were talking about this earlier. If you're on 
the app and you go to like post a new thing, there's a new option right above spaces called go live. And so we may be able to utilize that a little bit. I don't know though. There's there's a whole discussion about this happening right now in the one of the notional group chats. And they're trying to figure out the same thing that like everybody else is trying to figure out. It's like you have all these platforms, you have all these media types. Like, how do you best use your time to maximize efficiency and all that bullshit while posting things that are kind of made for that specific platform? It's like like when you go to Twitter, you don't go to Twitter in your mind being like, I'm going to sit down and watch a documentary or I'm going to sit and watch this movie. You don't go to YouTube with it in the back of your mind that you're going to scroll through reels or 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 trailers or you know whatever the fuck so i think it's super important to be able to like zero in on what each platform is really really good at like what's their killer fucking thing and then utilize that for each one starting out with the broadest because then you can just cut that down right you have your long uncut video and then you just chop it down from there and hit all these different but yeah that'll be cool to do it'll be fun to make more content than just fucking twitter spaces dude you've got to ask yourself though which platform has the best footfall right when you when you're looking where you're going to put your store you, you know that's what you think about footfall it's exactly the same for us right where do the most amount of feed fall twitter all day long you've got to build your audience yeah. on twitter before you can even think of moving elsewhere I also think, though, you've got to own your own brand and platform, because if you build all that shit up on Twitter and then one day Twitter or an owl reports you or some shit and your account's gone, then what? There goes your business. They can kill that shit all day with Terra Spaces, but we're still there because we run and own all our own shit. So I think it's super important to have that in mind when building this shit out so that we don't have to double back and, like, fix everything, you know? We use the platforms but they cannot be our main headquarters. They cannot be the only, you know? Since you made your tweet the other day, uh, after the funding, congratulations, by the way, I didn't get to speak to you last night, bro. I'm really sorry I was down sure, bad for thank that. You. Um, thank you. I'd have loved, yeah. to be, I'd have loved to have been on that space and heard that I'd have been fucking clapping my fucking head off for you. But uh, as you made a tweet saying, okay, we've got funding, but you know what, to even get better, blah, blah, and archive others were still looking. Has anybody reached out? Anybody else since the announcement reached out? No, so I got this cool idea, though. You know, like, at DEF CON, when you get hacked, your info goes up on the wall of shame. So I want to do something similar to that, where it's, here's who's pitched in, and it's going to just be like, Tara, and then here's everyone that hasn't, and it's like, all the other ecosystems. But like drawn up as like goofy ass fucking cartoons. And then we can use that to be like, hey, would you like to, you know? So I asked uh, Jack on behalf of Strangelove and Somalier, and we got a no from both Strangelove and Somalier. <laughs> Jack was like, well, I built all the open source tools that you're using. So technically, you could sponsor me. I'm like, no, nice try, homie. You didn't build yeah. WordPress. Your name ain't Matic, motherfucker. Nice try, though. Was he working in a fucking diner last night or something? Sounded like he was Bro, working he in a was, diner. He was finishing up his shift at fucking Wendy's or something, man. That shit was loud as fuck. 
I was like, could you clank that glass around a little more? I still can hear myself. Thank you, fucking pleb. The minute he started talking about cocaine, I was like, oh, here we go. That didn't take long, Jack, did it? <laughs> and then my other favorite part was when Brian came in there, and I, I was just curious if uh, having gotten funding now, if that increases the price of my lunch that he'll be trying to eat or if it just stays the same. I never did get a straight answer out of that club, so. Oh, on, on that front, is, is Bruce ready to apologize yet, is he? Is Bruce ready to Man, apologize? Bruce, Bruce is like working in the fucking lithium mines or some shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, I called Brian out all, all that time and Brucey being the fanboy because it was his first ever fucking interview and he's like, I got well, into, like, they set- were cool at first. I mean, it, it's just stupid that, like, it. he's gotten, like, extra passive-aggressive with it, especially when Coin Landing Page is in there. It's like, bro, you notice you're the only one bitching about this shit? Like, I'm not letting you anywhere near my fucking code or server. Nice try, though, you fucking pleb. Well, I'm just saying... Right, I'll just give you my my little uh, dealings with uh, Mister Cooligan or whatever his name is, Coolid. You know, before the show, he he would take every message, answer every call, right? And I sent him like about five invoices. He kept saying, "Can you change this? Can you change that? Can you?" And I fucking did it all the time. I just got bit pissed off with him, right? We did the show when it was a couple of days later. I says, "Brian, can we have a call and talk business? Get this sorted." He said, oh, I'm really busy with a new project at the minute, but there's me Calendly. Calend- Let's book something for a couple of weeks. And I thought, fuck, oh, bro, fuck off know. with that. My calendar. Oh, I hate that shit. I tried telling this to Bruce and Bruce just wouldn't have it. And then on the space, he's like, have you got anything to say to Brian? I was like, Bruce, I didn't even want to fucking talk to the cunt. Man. What a so Did he ever end up paying Rack FM for putting him on to like the whole fucking Cosmos ecosystem? Or did he just kind of... Checks in the mail, bro. Sorry, I had to buy more Twitter bots. Bro, he proper shafted us. He's a, I'll tell you, I've heard this from other people. Really? And I've heard, I've, I've oh. talked to some, dude, I've talked to some carpet kids and that, man. I'll tell you what he is. He's rinsing, repeating. You know, he'll have one or two decent hits and then bang, take the money and just move on to the next grants program. He's, he's a, do you know what it is? He's, he's a parasite, is Brian. He's a parasite. Yeah, we, we should have known better when his big win was Kava. Listen, talk numbers. No, I mean, I'm not going to say he's not like good at what he does, but like ethically, I'm not going to fucking support and like back somebody and talk good about someone who's ethics. I'm not, like, morally, I didn't agree with, you know. <clears throat> Bro, we literally troll the fuck out of Haas for the same exact shit. Buying fucking followers and interacting with robots. And then he's on fucking Colligan's out of space, like proud of it. Like, no, this is what they teach you in business class. It's called you gotta spend money to make money. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm this is why I refuse to work under the premise of getting paid per click. Because it turns you into a fucking pleb. No, I, I can't. I, it's not me. I'd rather make it. It all worked out in the end, you know? Like we're good, we're funded, Rack FM's funded. Like Gaines is here, Bee Jizzy's here, Escobon's here. Like we good, man. We had a good fucking show tonight. I'm stoked. I'd, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather fucking take uh, money. For, like I'd rather build culture or build a following with making music videos and buying bloody followers. Like I'm sorry, Rock FM will never, ever, ever pay for any followers. Will not do cheesy giveaways. 
it, it's either organic or will fail. We didn't want anything else in the middle. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. And that's why uh, we run this shit. All right, so then, uh, we're going to... Oh yeah, go I'm off. we're gonna wrap this no, up here I'm soon. Off, off, I'm off, mate. I'm I'm off. I'm gonna if I can, okay. if I can put myself out. I'm gonna do a bit of writing today. I'm gonna try and get back to my writing. I've got some articles I need to finish today if I can. All right, man. Well, thanks for hopping up, dude. And hey, thank you again, like for real. Thank you for all the work you've done on this album. Like I'm oh, not paying bro. you anything. I'm not making anything like this. It's just for fucking fun, man. It's for art. It's for the fucking culture. It's for everyone that's still here because, God, we all need something to laugh at, man. And that, that shit is hitting the spot from what I've been hearing. So thank you. I'm only, I'm only here for the redemption arc. Not that we fucking need redeeming, but uh, just to prove that no one's got redemption arcs like fucking racks, you know? We're going to fucking prove the industry wrong once again. I love when people bet against us, man, and we just come out fighting as a team every time. It's fucking great. Anyway, take care, lads, lads and lasses. Lovely to speak to you again, BJ, yeah? Oh, yeah. All right. Email info at thejamhole.com. Thejamhole.com. That's the website. Check it out. We'll be back next week with a regular show, probably from Discord or Telegram. And then uh, the week after that, we'll try and pop another space up. Rackfm.org. That's where you can find all the Rackfm spaces. Stargazespaces.org. You can find all the spaces for the Stargaze chain, which is where Take the Money is minting from right now. Uh, so definitely go check that out and uh, be jizzy. Much love, yes, girl. I would like to say I'm so glad to actually get to hear and talk with you guys instead of just, you know, completely crypto, like actually having conversations and getting to meet you. Yeah, no, we're so. going to definitely, we need the, 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 community needs more stuff like this like you cannot just sit and listen to the same fucking crypto fucking flywheel shit over and over like the ecosystem needs everything nothing kinds of shows like this variety shows they need fondue shows with music like it takes all this shit to keep everybody entertained until that next cycle well and it's bonding like actually becoming a group when you get to interact and you learn about each other, your friends, you're not just another currency. Friends, not currency. All right. Have a great week, y'all. We will catch you later. Peace. Picking pockets, osmosis, down only prognosis. Motherfuckers like to keep their bags locked, they bag holding. We just rock at the omen, talk with like these implosions. You net with at the bottom by the ocean gate. Salty ass people, they rusty, and that shit's corrosive. Meanwhile, we just trying to venture in the moment, laughing at these over emotional cats in ocean. Oh, and gaddies on the raggies, turning cosmos into Kosovo. Diamond hands run around like chickens with their heads cut off. Turkey gal showing them right where they supposed to go. The dopes makes the poison. Watch these plebs overdopes, corn holio. Watch trading portfolios Watching all these clown ass peeps They do it clown ass shit Inside this clown ass ego Making clown ass bits Knob it down since day one in survival mode So come fuck around and get your clown ass kicked
We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas till we make it to the big top. Then the market pops, even if we wanted to. Yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop. We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas till we make it to the big top. Then the market pops, even if we wanted to. Yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to stop this conversation, but as you know, I'm very respectful the validator on the on the cosmos chain and i have 1.4 atom from my daily reward it's 50 percent of my validator and you know i usually don't like to dump on the community and there might be the bad i think i've been around long enough to know the difference between who's influencing and who's getting grifted getting to the point everyone is looking desperate forgetting what it felt like to be well rested and i don't stress this terror for no domestic after living through the terror collapse we battle tested most of us wreck with nothing left to invest with so we build the attention economy as a last ditch effort to take back the scepter but the king ain't going out without a fight or a final lecture so the mission is confidential no witnesses and that's the main reason the shit is hit or miss everybody came here to get rich quick and then the well dried up now they thirsty as shit it should come as no surprise in the silly biz me casa su casa but that ain't how it really is we ain't got no fucking idea do we mimicking someone else's ideas till we make it to the big top then the market pops even if we wanted to yo this shit ain't never gonna stop we ain't got no fucking idea do we mimicking someone else's ideas till we make it to the big top then the market pops even if we wanted to yo this shit ain't never gonna stop the reason why you're an nft is it's pretty clear i think everyone in the audience would uh, would agree with me um and soon people just dm me this it's because liquidity you think you can make more money from nft uh, basically speculators running up the price and essentially the core team can mint NFTs out of nowhere and dump them. I mean, that's the I'm, truth. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to stop this conversation, but as you know, I'm very respectful the validator on the, on the Cosmos chain and I have 1.4 Atom from my daily reward. It's 50% of my validator. And you know, I usually don't like to dump on the community. Oh, and I see we have our friend from Terraspace, Spin, who's going to be recording this space. Uh, it will live on for the rest of your lifetimes. So if you say anything compromising, the SEC might come after you and use this space as proof. We've seen it happen before. It's not a joke. It's a little bit of a joke that the SEC listens to these spaces. And there might be the fad. <laughs> hey kids! It's... Your buddy! It's a Joshi Nakabozo! <laughs> Boy, I got a coin for you to invest in! That's right, it's called Put My P*** In You! Let's go! You are listening to the jam hole. The jam, the jam, the jam hole.com.